Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Garage Rock Show. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week. Aaron, thanks for joining us again. No problem. What's up? And Carmen, good to have you back. Hey, thank you. And how was everybody's holiday right off the bat? I mean, you guys uh, have to travel or you all stay in town or what'd you guys do? Uh, Mostly stayed in town. Yeah. Go Go to your parents? Yeah, I went to the folks. Then had to go not too far out of town, Atwater. Not too far from Merced. Yeah, nice. Miles. Carmen and we saw you at Thanksgiving. Yes, we did. And we stayed here in town, and we had our uh, cousins, Elisa and Zadina, come out uh, from San Francisco, right? Yep, they live in the San Mateo. So. Oh, San Mateo, that's yeah. right. It was nice. It's always fun when they're here. Yeah, it was really cool. <clears throat> uh, it was a great holiday. Hopefully your guys' uh, was uh, nice as well. This is the week of Friday, December 6th, episode 91. Thank you again one last time. want to mention with over 6,000 listens, we uh, reached a huge milestone last month. So thank you guys for tuning in, however yeah. you guys listen. Um, so, yeah, this week we got a lot of topics. Uh, festival lineups are out for Sonic Temple, Punk Rock Bowling, and Emerald Cup. Not Fest in Mexico fans riot and shut down the show there. We got some, um, I think, video and uh, photos from that. Slayer plays their final show this past week. Talking Heads, Jerry Harrison and Adrian Ballou are going to tour next year. It's kind of a big deal in the Talking Heads world. First time they've done that in quite some time. Also, 2020 tour dates have been announced for Pearl Jam, Garbage, Motley Crue, and more. Alanis Morissette, we're going to talk about all those shows. Uh, even Kid Rock being escorted off his own stage and his restaurant closes after the backlash, talking about Oprah and some other people. We'll talk about that. <laughs> it was crazy. Wow. Uh, movie and entertainment news, our new movie and music 10-second uh, trivia, and also our classic This Week in Music History trivia as well as On the Way This Episode, Sports Minute, Weekly WTF, and more. Uh, we do have tickets for Tool at the St. Mart Center in Fresno on January 15th. All you got to do is text the word podcast to 68683, and you can enter our station giveaway for 1057 The Bear and 1660 AM. Make sure you guys check out all the information for the show at 1057thebear.com. But you can text the word podcast to 68683, and you'll be entered. Uh, not very many releases this week as we were talking about as the year finishes up. We only got four releases this week on the Billboard charts uh, from Burial, Liam Payne, Yan Tiersen, and Camila Cabello. Mm -hmm. So those are the only albums coming out this week of December 6th. Uh, Check them out if you're interested. So rock news this week, Sonic Temple Festival announcing their 2020 lineup. Check it out. Uh, Major Rock Festival in Columbus, Ohio, the same guy who does Aftershock Festival. Um, And a lot of the artists here are ones that we got in Aftershock. So I know that we're not going to get those again, but this is the first of uh, five festivals next year where Metallica will be headlining both Friday and Sunday night, and then there'll be a headliner in between. And uh, Metallica says that each night of each festival, they're going to play completely different set lists. Mm -hmm. So they're going to mix up the set lists each night. 
and play a, play a fresh uh, set of songs each night for the fans. So. That's cool. I think that's kind of cool. You're not going to get any repeats when yeah. you go and see them, and maybe they'll play some deep cuts and cool stuff, you know? Completely different. You don't even think they'll play one single song the same? Well, like, no. They have enough to choose from. Yeah. If, if, you, if you're thinking they're playing maybe like 20, 25 songs a night, I don't know. I just feel like they got, got they got forty fifty songs. Touch on for sure, like Inner Sandman and whatnot. You, you know? Yeah. You think they'll play that every festival, or do you think they know, might mix not. it up? I guess I don't know. Well, they could. Not. What what they're advertising it is is that each night that you see them at the festival, the um the the set list is going to be different at that festival. Well, I don't think they're guaranteeing that it'll be different all at all festivals. Yeah. Cool. They also had this kind of story that came out a little while ago about how Metallica uh, looks at the Spotify um, usage of listeners in the area whenever they go on tour, and they tailor their their set list that way. If they want to, um, like, if they'll go to Florida, they'll notice that maybe Enter Sandman is the number one stream Metallica song there. Mm-hmm. They'll be sure to include it in the set list. That's right. I think I've heard that, yeah. And, and in Utah, it could be a totally different track that people are into, right? right? right. And so I think this is kind of maybe playing into that, that they got these major festivals in these major areas, and they're going to kind of see uh, and mix up the set list for, for people. So uh, check out the set list. It's up on our um, Facebook page, our Instagram. We got it up there. Also, uh, Punk Rock Bowling announcing their lineups. Uh, we went th- to that after our wedding as kind of a, um, uh, a fun little honeymoon when we went to Vegas. And it was a fun time, but it's on a fucking parking lot. That's the only thing. It's like on a hot. Vegas is like a parking lot. I it's think, a hot mostly. blacktop out in the streets. It's mm-hmm. not in an indoor venue. Those mm-hmm. are the worst. And I got it, the worst sunburn of my life on one of those. Yeah, which one was it? it? Was actually, of all places, San Francisco, which you wouldn't think would be that hot, but it was probably the hottest day ever in Dude. San Francisco, and it was on the blacktop at AT and T. The parking lot. Right on the water, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the water was on one side, and it, it was just blacktop. Check it out. Carmen, you remember when I got that horrible sunburn at the Warp Tour? Yeah. When we, when we went as kids? like yeah. in, uh, I didn't when go I was, to the concert, but... Yeah, but I did, yeah. and it was on Pier 30 like, and 32, healing. and it was on the water, and I didn't think it was uh, a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, it's San Francisco, right? It's nice weather. But, dude, I got fried crazy. alive. Yeah, it was crazy. I don't usually burn too bad, but this is the only time in my life where I actually <laughs> blistered on my nose. Oh my yeah, dude, I was crazy. I had to like sleep in the sleeping bag. <laughs> oh my god, it was oh. like sticking to my skin. Oh, that's horrible. Sunburn. Oh man. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's uh, move on to more uh, festival stuff here. Emerald Cup. I've been to that a couple years back. It's kind of cool. It's a. Uh, it's kind of a. Uh, w- what do you call it? Like. Um, What's the, the weed festival? Yeah, but it's <laughs> like the um, the cannabis cup where they rate the weed uh, from all yeah. the local growers, and mm-hmm. they vote on it, and they have this whole like panel and discussion, and it's a big deal. And uh, DJ Snoopadelic, which is uh, Snoop Dogg. Oh, I was it, gonna say that's, that's his alter ego as a DJ. That's I guess adorable. he adorable. Yeah, <laughs> that's adorable. Santa Gold's there. Steel Pulse, <laughs> uh, the Expendables, the Polish Ambassador, the Movement, Cone Brio, Chali Tuna from uh, Jurassic Five. No uh, more Snoop Lion, huh? Yeah, that was just a, that was just going on for that. It was DJ Snoopadelic now. Um, so check this <laughs> out. Um, this Slipknot uh, festival happened over the weekend in Mexico. It was called Knot Fest Meets Mexico. And apparently uh, Slipknot was supposed to play along with Evanescence as kind of the headliners. 
and people started like burning shit and rioting. Here's we're watching video footage now of these drums on fire in the middle of the crowd. Apparently, they rushed the stage after they learned that uh, they were not playing. And here's what happened though: these fans broke this barrier. And the security was forced to cancel the show. Oh my the bands gosh. didn't want to play for a crowd that was like breaking these barriers down, right? That's crazy. So look at how they broke these barriers down, and then look at dude, that could like kill that guy right there, yeah, that security really... guard. Like you could break. Uh, it's cra- crazy how these almost like, riots ensue, huh? It's like, like a mob mentality, right? Look at see, one little thing days. happens, and then all of them start <laughs> rushing. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so that's what happened in I'd Mexico. I'd be the one in the back being like, "I'm out of this bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking people are crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Not fest in Mexico had to cancel. Um, so, also big deal. Uh, legendary thrash act Slayer plays its final show. It played its final show on Saturday, November 30th, at the Forum in Los Angeles, capping a 38-year career in which, uh, man, I mean, they had a 20-song set. They've been on the road for a long time. They're a heavy, heavy band. To be doing it for 38 years is impressive. And these guys just, they were one of the big four alongside Metallica, Anthrax, and Megadeth of the 80s that uh, defined mm-hmm. thrash metal for everyone. So they, I think they're going out on a high note, a lo- uh, unlike a lot of other bands that just like, you know. They're having to cancel tours, you, you know, throats mm-hmm. on fire, broken hands. Yeah, well, they Aussie, did. You know, they did have their injuries and problems. Lombardo, their drummer, was in and out of the group three times. Jeff Hanneman died in 2013. I got to see him before that, and uh, the band was never quite the same after he left. You know, to be honest, even though they had a really good guy, Gary Holt, uh, that filled in for him later on. Uh, but and then also, uh, Tom Araya had to have uh, back surgery. So I think he just can't really handle it anymore, you know. So, but they played their last show, and you know, they, I think they're going out on a high note. So, <clears throat> unlike Kid Rock, <clears throat> yeah, <throat> unlike Kid Rock, which uh, I'm not even going to talk about what the insults <laughs> that he said, but he just hurled some insults at uh, insults, excuse me, at Oprah Winfrey, Kathy Lee Gifford, and Joy Behar. He was actually at the big. This is the name of his restaurant in Nashville. It's called the. Big ass honky tonk rock and roll steakhouse that's in Nashville, like he, something on The Simpsons. Yeah, or something. Like, he that's owns it, out. right? He owns this, <laughs> and so he was up on the stage performing at this steakhouse that he owns, and he was just going on this rant. You can read it right there if you want to say it's like, "Hey, I don't like Oprah Winfrey or all these ladies," and then he starts saying all this kind yeah. of like questionable stuff about him. A member of the audience can be heard saying that the singer is blackout drunk while the other audience members call him out for being racist. At the end of the clip, Rock is physically removed from the stage by a uniformed officer. Uh, It's his own security that took him off the stage. And then, get this, a couple days later, he announced that his Made in Detroit restaurant, which is actually in his hometown, quote-unquote, of Detroit, is closing its doors. The news comes after barely a week after he made all these controversial statements. The licensing agreement for the Detroit Eatery was up for renewal in April. So, in the statement, the arena's parent company said that Rock voluntarily decided not to renew his lease. It wasn't like they canceled it on him. He just didn't yeah. want to do it. So, uh, it just I wouldn't trust Kid Rock with a restaurant. That's like not, <laughs> you know, like a, a, an avenue like- I would think him to go down. Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> restaurant like food like he yeah, just doesn't like seem a like a rock and roll restaurant come on he's like the wackest rock star that yeah not a real it seems like star. he would have a, a niche though for like that type of maybe person like his like, own yeah. whiskey label or something yeah, but not like a real you know i want some barbecue food. and some fucking you know this yeah and that. i guess but I don't right know. i just ugh. yeah well anyway good luck kid rock figuring out some new ways to make some money Hmm. Uh, all right, check this out. Look at this funny album cover. It's called Grandpa Metal, and it's mm. from comedian uh, Brian Posehn. In, he's releasing his new comedy metal album, Grandpa Metal, and it actually features some good uh, people in it. It's actually Soundgarden guitarist Kim Thiel, Slipknot singer Corey Taylor, Fallout frontman, uh, Fallout Boy frontman Patrick Stump, Joe Throman, Troman, plus members of Anthrax, Slayer, Dawkins, Testament, Machine Head, and more. So. He said about the project, quote, the intention was make a funny metal comedy record for people who like both of those things. So if you like comedy and you like metal, check out the new Grandpa Metal album. Crow Milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crows' eggs, uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The uh, the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know, and it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it <laughs> it really it makes you. It you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that, I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow, yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk, so. Thank you, crow milk. Uh, Jack White and Jack Black have shared their first collaboration. It's yes. a song called Don't Blow It, Cage. <laughs> so, you guys want to hear it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll play it right now. It's uh, called Don't Blow It, Cage mm. from Tenacious D. It's actually, a, so they're releasing it. <laughs> it's a Tenacious D song. <laughs> Classic Tenacious D, right? Hey, come on in. Come on in. You, you can sit right here. That's pretty good. What are we watching? Look at Orange County last night. Hold on, Billy. Do you want to say hi? Hello, Garage Rock Show listeners. Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, we were watching Orange County, which is kind of an obscure one with Jack Black. You ever seen that one? Uh, Where it's, it's a like, movie or yeah, it's a movie. And it's it, from it, like the early 2000s. And it's like his brother tries to get into Stanford and they drive down there to like uh, get him into Stanford. Wait, what was it? Sounds it? familiar. Orange County? I don't oh, yeah, remember yeah, yeah. it though. Yeah. And uh, what? Who, who else is in it, babe? It's um, our one of our favorite actress ladies. <laughs> the the hilarious she's an actress lady Catherine yeah. O'Hara Catherine O'Hara oh yeah <laughs> Catherine awesome. O'Hara Moira Rose <laughs> yeah she's in it too anyway Orange County great movie so there you go that's the new Jack Black and Tenacious D um, collaboration uh, so there you go that's available 
Also, speaking of Jack White, he's got a new Billie Eilish special edition record. I thought Kyle died. Kyle Gass? Yeah. No, he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, poor Kyle. Sorry, I thought Kyle. he died. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead now. <laughs> Bizarre gardening accident. <laughs> Billie uh, Eilish and Jack White. That's here, cool. Swing, swing that around so you can get a better I started angle. watching you up well. like, her new there video today, and Henry came over and looked at my phone. And I had never seen the video before, and suddenly they what start. What was it? Which it's video? Her brand new video. It's called Zanny, like oh okay, like Xanax. For Xanax, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> somebody comes up and like puts out a cigarette on her cheek, and like Henry was watching, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> I don't know what this is. I'm gonna turn it. I'll watch this later. Yeah, <laughs> but she's, it was very she's disturbing, dark. and she's... she just stood there, you know, like uh, while they were like pushing this burning. Yeah. It's cool. She's pretty cool, though. So <laughs> to, Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. It's a, it was good. I'm going to watch it later. Uh, limited edition <laughs> vinyl versions where she does the splatter paint on the record. You could see there's, like, splatter paint. Apparently, she got into a room and, like, just there's a video of her on Third Man's thing where she's just messing with all the paint and made all the artwork for it. So And she was on Ellen and got scared from the oh, yeah, guy they in scared the box. Her. Yeah. She's like, that was like like a year ago, but she's like <laughs> she was just recently on Ellen, like in a disguise, and oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. funny. Yeah, she, Ellen's she looks, great. Yeah, she's she, a, she's awesome. so, she has such a great show, and just like a great personality to where she does that stuff with people. Should we know? start like scaring our guests while hide in the bathroom? <laughs> no, I don't think we're at that level yet. People just get upset. <laughs> like, what the that, fuck uh, are you doing? <laughs> And we're coming back. Just gonna, sick of Charlie. Was Puff Daddy. Yeah. yeah. What's up? I think, he, I think there was one with Puff Daddy and a clown jumped out of the box or something. <laughs> oh, yeah? Like, yeah. Like, no hilarious. one has punched anyone. Well, I'm sure they edit it out. What? Like, Somebody if anyone punched. were, like, getting into the punching motion. Uh, that'd be good TV. Because they're always getting that. scared on the show. Mm. They're always like this. They're always in the defense <laughs> mode. But no one, I have not seen anyone go like this. They would probably edit it. Uh, all right. Well, all right. Enough about Ellen. Moving uh, on. So Ozzy's <laughs> new album apparently was written in four days. Uh, there's the artwork for uh, some of the uh, stuff for Ozzy and his new single under, under the Graveyard, and it featured uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer Chad Smith, uh, Guns N' Roses bassist Duff McKagan on it, and it was apparently composed in four days. Uh, uh, Post Malone and Andrew Watt worked with him on it, and Andrew Watt said, "Quote." Uh, there was no premeditation. The three of us just got in my basement, put on headphones, looked at each other, and wrote 12 songs, 10 of which are on the album. Hmm. So there you go. Did you see him on uh, the what was like the American Music Awards? He performed with, with Post, Post Malone. Malone. Yeah. yeah. I like saw that standing in the background, like all satanic. Yeah. <laughs> so odd. So Ozzy's new <laughs> album is called Ordinary Man, coming out <clears throat> next year. So there you go. I love how, like, we, we heard that new track by Ozzy. The, he, he still has, like, that orchestra in the background. Yeah. I, 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 the I love Ozzy classical sound music. To it. I'm all into yeah. violence, and uh, I still want to learn how to play the cello. That's my, ne- my next venture, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just, I love it. He's still, like, you know, staying true to his roots, even though, you know. Yeah. It may be cheesy lyrics. He still has a good uh, melodic sound. Yeah, I agree. To the music, so. um, new anyway, stuff from Stone Temple that? Pilots apparently releasing their new acoustic album. It's called Ber- Perdida, and it's coming out fe- February 10th. That means like loser or lost or something? What does that mean, Perdida? 
Perdedor yeah. is Perdedor, yeah, yeah. loser. Yeah, it's like to have lost or something. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. Some form oh, yeah. Of the, word. the word perdida, Spanish for loss, uh, loss, said that the music has helped the members <clears throat> uh, process grief and other emotions. So mm. I guess they've been going through a lot and they decided to do an acoustic album. And it's coming out February 10th, 2020. And they also got tour dates uh, starting on the West Coast in BC, uh, February 5th, coming through San Francisco on the 12th. Uh, and ending up in Boston on March 1st. Yeah, and we saw STP with their new singer. It's not bad. It's not bad. They're pretty good. I mean, he sounds It's he not sounds STP, good. but... No, and I don't think he's necessarily trying to be uh, Scott. He's, they're doing their own thing, but, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you're still touring under that name, mm-hmm. and some people do think it's kind of like sacrilegious or whatever, you know? Uh, but whatever, you know, let them do their own thing. Yep. Uh, all right, so speaking of tours coming up in 2020, we got a couple to talk about. The first one up here. So here's what I want to talk about, which is hilarious. I think it's funny. Um, these two different bands have two different graphics, even though one of them is the official Live Nation um, graphic. Which one do you think of these is the official Live Nation graphic? The one where it's Def Leppard headlining or the one where it's Motley Crue headlining? Which of these, when you guys are looking at it right now? Maybe the original one is on top, but they wanted to be side by side or something. And okay. So they made their. Um, what do you think, Dahlia? Uh, well, I already know the answer to this because we talked okay. about it. Okay. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> what Carmen said, it's probably the original was probably the top. You're right. The original and approved tour photo from Live Nation has Def Leppard headlining the event with Motley Crue below. But if you go to Motley Crue's website, <laughs> they have that one down there where it shows them first and kind of off to the side yeah. where Def Leppard are on the same spot. They're not above. They could have put yeah. Motley Crue above, but I don't think they can contractually. Um, they're not able to do that, you know? Funny. It's also with Poison and Joan Jett and the Black Hearts. It's going to be a good tour, you know, for fans of that. So check it out. But I do think it's funny that both bands... And we don't know if they're co-headlining. Maybe they're going to take turns every other night, you know, one headlines. They did that on the Nine Inch Nails and Jane's Addiction tour that we saw. And it was kind of unfortunate the night that we saw Nine Inch Nails, they were opening for Jane's Addiction. And I thought it should have been the other way around because Nine Inch Nails has a dark stage show with lights. And they played it almost, you know, it was still light out by the time they were playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's one of those things, too. I think it's going to be the same with Motley Crue. If Motley Crue is opening for Def Leppard, they're going to be playing at like 7, 30, 8 o'clock. And Mm. it's in the middle of summer at the end of August. It's going to be light out. Mm -hmm. They're playing stadiums, too, which is kind of, I think it's kind of ballsy for them to go that route and try and fill some stadiums. They're playing uh, Oracle or whatever. The the, SF. The, oh. the the baseball place in in a- San Francisco. AT&T. No, the other one. There's oh. a candlestick, the old one. Or I think Whatever it's, it's called now. Oracle <laughs> Arena or something. Or oh, no. Oracle's the Oakland. No, it's not Oracle it's Arena. Not AT&T yeah. is it the Chase, it. the new Chase Center? Yeah, uh, maybe the Warriors. Ma- maybe that's what it is. No, that that can't be it because it's a forty thousand seater with a with a field. Uh, and I googled it. I can't remember. I thought it was Oracle something, but anyway, it's probably. Could be Oracle in Oakland. Um, However, they're playing in a place in San Francisco. It's a big stadium, uh, so they're playing. Yeah, they're playing in stadiums all across (laughs) the U.S. So check that out. Uh, All right. Also coming up in 2020, Pearl Jam is going to be touring in Europe. So that's the first um, thing that they've announced for 2020, and maybe they are also uh, recording some new music. 
Uh, guitarist Mike McCready told Rolling Stone that the band is in the process of recording its 11th studio album. So there you go. Uh, look at, we were talking about this. Gar- oh, there you go, Karim. Yeah. Garbage confirming a huge summer tour with Alanis Morissette and Liz Fair. A 2020 world tour celebrating 25 years of Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. And I was wondering, did Garbage did Garbage uh, self-titled album come out the same year, too? Uh, I don't know. Was it I should have like looked 19, that up. 97. So I don't know. if Gar- I think Garbage no. came out before that. But Garbage is opening for Alanis. Let's be clear. Alanis <laughs> is the main act here, not <laughs> Very true. Garbage. Very true. But still, Agreed. Garbage is great. And I don't remember what Liz Fair sings, so... She, cool though. Yeah, she does her own <laughs> festival thing. Okay. She's had the Liz Fair. No, that's the. Is you're that? thinking of the Lilith Fair? Which oh, you are. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, Sarah yeah, McLaughlin. Oh, you're yeah. right. I did confuse Holocaust. that. So Liz Fair. I don't want to wait. You know huh. that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Lilith. Oh yeah, yeah. You're but I right, think you're you right. know Sing all those '90s ladies. Like. <laughs> I, I lumped them all into the '90s yeah. ladies, uh, independent singers. How dare you? Hey, you know. <laughs> Check it out, uh, <laughs> Alanis.com, LiveNation.com, and when is it going on sale? Uh, on the 13th this month. Oh, okay. There you go. Pre-sale on the 10th. Uh, the tour gets underway June 2nd. They're going to be playing Concord in our area in California. And, and, the, bun- ho- and the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Mm, That's a cool place. Yeah. Uh, we saw Rage Against the Machine there. We did. However, the Hollywood Bowl is such a huge yeah. open Arena, yeah, yeah, it's huge. There's no relief if it were to rain, right? Concord would be, be better. In July, it's, so. Concord's got the overhang that yeah, goes to the, over the seated seats. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get lawns, hot probably in LA. you'll have uh, yeah. some good seats. Yes. I recommend Concord over the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, check it out. Remember, Live like our legs were burning for like days. Like you have to go up the stairs, down the stairs, <laughs> up the stairs, and down. Yeah, it's one of those uh, types of venues. It's a huge football stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so more news uh, as far as tours go. Talking Heads, Jerry Harrison and Adrian Ballou are going to tour 40th anniversary of Remain in Light from the Talking Heads, which is a really cool album. Unfortunately, David Byrne, the um, lead singer, isn't involved. Uh, he's doing his own thing. He's doing his own solo stuff, but it's kind of the rest of the guys besides Tina Weymouth, the uh, bassist. They had some problems. There was a group that they were doing called the Tom Tom Club, and apparently Adrian Ballou was uh, writing a lot of that stuff, and they kind of like cut him out of the deal and didn't uh, tour with him or have him on the album credits or anything. And there was kind of some bad blood there. And so anyway. Uh, this is two of the members of Talking Heads that are going to be doing uh, out of the How can you do floor. like Talking Heads without Adrian? Like, well, Adrian's in it. Adrian Ballou's oh, in I it. Oh, I thought you said that and Jerry there Harrison. was some bad blood and well, he wasn't yeah, going. David Byrne is not. Ah, and he is the lead singer. And some people say, mm-hmm. "How can you do that without him?" But Adrian Ballou is also capable of singing and playing guitar too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, check it out. That's coming out next year. Uh, Huey Lewis and the News also announced a new album, their first one in 20 years, which is kind of crazy. Wow. Um, he's been in bad health, I guess, and but he's still um, doing it. They say that he's, quote, as rasp and uninhibited, witty, as confident as ever. And so he says, I'm I'm not de- I'm deaf, not dead. He's apparently like lost most of his hearing. Um, so he's still able to record music, though. So there you go. It's coming out February 14th. Um, James Hetfield's got a new book. It's called 
Reclaimed Rust, and it's the four-wheeled creations of James Hetfield. Here's a picture of one of his cars that apparently he created, quote-unquote. Uh, I don't know. He's like a custom car guy. Wow. And he, like, kind of, it, this is his one called Black Pearl that he, like, custom made. It's got, like, suicide doors and kind of, you know, I don't know. Did he make it or did he tell someone else to make it? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, he did not make that. Yeah, I don't know. He says it says that he's enjoyed enjoyed restoring and customizing classic classic cars. Well, if he did, if he got hand, his hands on doing some of that himself, I'm impressed. So apparently, he's recently donated ten of those cars to the Peterson Automotive Museum. Was named a founding member of the museum in his honor. So there you go. Wait, like read his quote. He says, "Cars are like people to me. They like love. They love to be touched. <laughs> they love to be handled, and they love to be driven." <laughs> That's yeah. a little much. That is kind of creepy. I think he's really about, into <laughs> it. <laughs> they love to be handled. He's like stroking it. You can picture him <laughs> while he's saying that. Uh, <laughs> poor James, and he's in rehab right now. So uh, we haven't heard anything about that how that's going so i hope it's going well for him do you have low energy fatigue a case of the moon days do you feel stranded alone and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family ball jack's the key made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true ball jack champion 300 cc's of caffeine stacked 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba, helping to stimulate the brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking ball jack. <laughs> Plus 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Busta Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> Grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some ball jack. Right in the ball jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. <laughs> See, she's, she's just, she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even yeah. properly put to words, Charles. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you, how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James. He's playing James. Has James is jacked out of his mind right now, too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. Uh, did you hear about that, how... <laughs> Um, Billie Eilish never heard of Van Halen. She was asked on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, no. Yeah. She's, she was asked about Van Halen if she could name somebody in Van Halen. <laughs> she didn't know who that was. She's really? like, what's Van Halen? What do you mean? And, and Wolfgang Van Halen, the son of Eddie Van Halen, he chimed in, and uh, he and he's, he doesn't care. He says, quote, if you haven't heard of Billie Eilish, go check her out. She's cool. If you haven't heard of Van Halen, go check them out. They're cool, too. Music is supposed to bring us together, not divide us. Listen to what you want and don't shame others for not knowing what you like. I mean, shit, quote. she's yeah, 17 she's... years old. Yeah, and that's the whole was point. She was 13 the, when know? they played their most recent concert, like, and their last album was like over 10 years ago. I got nieces and nephews around that age, and... <laughs> they probably don't know who Van Halen is either. No. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's Van Halen's fault. Uh, all right. Uh, to be honest, you know, they've been largely inactive. I mean, maybe it's it has so to weird do with being our issues. age now and talking to young youngsters about stuff like. Yeah. They're like, what's what Van it, uh, Halen? <laughs> I was talking but to somebody about Saved by the Bell and Zach Morris, and they had no idea what oh. the hell I was talking about. <laughs> That's heartbreaking. Like, oh. AC Slater? No. Screech? God. The backwards what? chair? What are you talking about? Mr. Sitting at the Belling? max? Come on. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm old. How, however, to Billie Eilish's uh, defense, like they get like a series of questions that they're asked, and when they get a question that they're not expecting, they're like your automatic like response is like, I'm not sure. I don't recall. Um, so she may like she's like oh maybe later she was like I know who the fuck Van no, Halen is I, I think she was just being honest she doesn't know who for they are for example yeah. do you remember in the 90s when um, god what was her name she called David Bowie David Bowie she was like oh my god I was just reading it off of a cue card I knew who <laughs> David Bowie is yeah. yeah I don't know if it's the same. Avril Lavigne that's who it was oh yeah yeah okay. anyway she was scrutinized for it however you have to <laughs> They're coached through it. Give them a little credit. Okay. All right. Let's <laughs> oh, move on. Oh. Uh, this week in music history trivia, December 2nd, 2002, vocalist for this band se- settles a $5 million lawsuit by a lighting technician who was off on the side mm. of the stage. Her name familiar. was... Oh, my God. Her name was Connie <laughs> Paulson. She was hit in the face with a microphone that the lead singer of this band threw to the side of the stage, oh knocking a tooth out, breaking her nose, causing two Whoa. black eyes. Maybe I don't remember that. In Birmingham, Alabama. Jeez. What band was it? Was it A, Five Finger Death Punch, B, Limp Biscuit, or C, Pantera? Well, that sounds like a Five Finger Death Punch. I think that was I mic. think that was B Limp Biscuit. I was but gonna say Limp Biscuit. Yeah, don't this you was remember 2002? that? Two thousand two. Two thousand two. Fred Durst is on his way out, <laughs> getting pissed off at everybody because nobody likes him anymore. <laughs> what do you think? Poor Connie. Is that what your guess is, Dahlia? Terrible. Yeah. Limp Biscuit. Okay. It sounds familiar to me. I don't okay. know. All right. I could be yeah. wrong. Whatever. I'm whatever. always wrong in life. Whatever. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I'm always right. It sounds like something Fred Durst would do in his... All right. Yeah. Dursty. Well, you guys are correct. It is uh, Limp Biscuit front man, yep. Fred Durst. He did this on this day, on that day. He just seems like the type uh, of guy who would throw fits, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like a big-ass fucking baby. God damn it. And I think that was like the end all of their Probably. Career. That was the nail in the coffin. It was. Um, they were right. done after that. Uh, another trivia one. Eleven people are killed in a crush of fans on this day in 1979. Uh, at since, or well, excuse me, it was I think it was December 3rd. I forgot to put the date. Uh, on De- uh, December 3rd, 1979, eleven people are killed in a crush of fans at Cincinnati's Riverfront Coliseum before a concert for this band. The audience members were trying to rush the doors to get unreserved seats. Soon afterwards, Cincinnati Band Festival seating. Was it A, the Rolling Stones, B, Led Zeppelin, or C, the Who? What do you think? Carmen, you start. Mm, I don't know. I mean, maybe Rolling Stones would draw a a All of these bands, arguably, uh, at a really high point at this time in their career. So, Um, Yeah, maybe I'll go with Rolling Stones. Something's telling me Zeppelin. I don't know. Yeah, those people were on drugs. Zeppelin's calling me. <laughs> I'm going with C, The Who. Okay. The Who? So we're all over the board. Okay. <laughs> Let's see who is correct. 
The Who. The Who. The Who. Woo, woo. Here's a picture. Yeah, they're kind of. Look at oh, they geez. they took a picture of the shoes. That I were watch left a lot of like music documentaries, so <laughs> and this made like national headlines at the time because of how many people died from that's, being trampled. That's like awful. imagine that type of death, right? Like there was like another thing too. Uh, I don't know what horrible. band it was where there was a fire that broke Great out. Great White. Great White. Yeah, it's and awful. they were all trapped in that club. Do you remember that one? They were there was a fire. Uh, Great this band Great White was playing at this uh, small club and it only had one fire exit oh, God. and the fucking pyro and the band thing caught the venue on fire and everybody tried to rush out and they all died from like smoke inhalation anytime and- you get like a large group together that should be like priority number one mm-hmm. you know like exits and space and crowd control <laughs> exactly it's just uh, so when you go to a show it always go wrong like that yes you're going to have a good time but be aware of your surroundings. Know where the exits are. Know where you came in, came out. And don't drink too much if you can help it. Um, but again, just be aware. Right. I'm always like doing that. I'm like, okay, where's my? What's my exit route? I know I'm like always overthinking and All overanalyzing right. everything. But Shit, I got my old uh, my grandmaster. I used to do karate. Uh, my grandmaster just passed recently. But one of the things he always told us, he like would go in places and restaurants and whatnot and would always have to like sit facing the door so he could see like that's like a military and police thing see what kind of y'all was just being a, that a step ahead right see who's you have to have that heightened sense of awareness yeah and just you know anyway like, like at the end of the seafood right? he just passed a couple weeks ago right man. oh man oh, i'm sad. sorry all right hmm. well uh let's move on a little more trivia uh, this musician was born this week. Can you identify who it is? Should have come Ozzie. up with a more obscure shot. No. I don't know, man. I want to make it easy. <laughs> yes, Ozzy, turning Ozzie. 71. Okay. Look at him with Happy Post birthday. Malone. Happy There's a picture birthday. from him in the studio. Happy birthday, Ozzy. Happy birthday, Ozzy. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> My little scheme with Post Malone worked, didn't How it? How old is he? Hey, man, he's still got good hair. Yeah, he look really at him, does. right? That, that's him. his real hair. I mean, shit. Look at his skin. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. Yeah. I hope my skin and neck looks Aussie's like, looking like good, man. I'm in my late 60s. 70s? 70s? Good. Is it 70s yeah. now? What? Yeah. Ozzy? 71. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Just looking oh, it up. I see. Yep, I 71. December 3rd, 1948. Ozzy's still trucking. He's going to be on tour next year. So check him out. Um, all right, so... This week, uh, we'll move on to the actor and actress birthday this week. This is a funny one. Can you identify whose actor or actress birthday it is from this quote? You know what it's like to be on the bill and to play for 15 minutes, and the only people there to see you are the other bands and their girlfriends. Don't talk to me about rock and roll. I'm not there in the clubs and on the streets, and I'm living it. I am rock and roll. I don't know who that is. Damn. No? Hey, one more time. One more time? Do you know what it's like to be on the bill and to play for 15 minutes and the only people there to see you are the other bands and their girlfriends? Don't talk to me about rock and roll. I'm it's not there a, in the clubs and on the streets. I'm living it. I am no. rock and roll. No. 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 I'm thinking of... Um, you think I give you a hint? Hmm. I'll give you a hint, okay? Mm-hmm, the do. movie was released in 1994. That's not a good hint, huh? <laughs> Uh, fuck, I wrote, I forgot to write down the age he's turning. 
Uh, co-star in the film was Adam Sandler. Yeah, I know. I was like trying to. I can cut. You know what it's like to be on the bill and to play for 15 minutes, and the only people there to see you are the other bands and their girlfriends. Be Don't the talk bell. to me about rock and roll. Yeah. I'm not there in the clubs and on the streets, there and I'm living it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I kept coming up in my head with that. man. What was that Kiss movie Talking that came out? Brendan Fraser. Is it? Brendan Fraser. Is yeah, hey, you guys remember? I don't know. I was thinking. Who about was that. I thinking of? Uh, I got you guys. Hmm. Huh? What? Who was I thinking I of? Um. <laughs> Good. Sure I don't know. Let me think Get in your brain. I have Three. no idea. <laughs> His name has uh, not Henry Rollins, but yeah, three-part name. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. It'll come to you. Something. Something. John Look Paul at those Jones. jeans, though. Those yeah. are great jeans. <sighs> right. That was one of my favorites. I loved Airheads. <laughs> they oh, break yeah, into the radio station and mm-hmm. take it over. <laughs> fucking shit. Anyway, happy birthday, Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was also in Sino Man, one of my favorites. Yeah, love that yeah. one. I might have got it. But he didn't have a quote in that Man. one, you know? Just like, he doesn't grunts. say very much he in just that. Grunts, so. yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to play that, so. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a rare condition this day and age. To find a beer made with krill caught in a cage. Krill and nutrition and a little lemon rind. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some magic krill inside these bottle walls. Cause all I see is it's filtered with baleen. Real krill bursting out of everything. Krill Reserve Yar, it's made from stuff found in the sea Krill Reserve Anyway, Irishman on Netflix Anyone else seen it? Hey, Carmen, you see it on Netflix no, yet? I have not seen it yet uh, You haven't seen it yet, Aaron? I haven't uh, We saw it's it a list. It was long yes, It took, thank us, you, two Carmen. Days. It took oh, yeah. us two days to two watch days it Two days to watch uh, But it's How because it's, it? it's three and a half hours Over three and a half hours yeah. About three hours and forty minutes Really good though. It's really good. I think it's Martin Scorsese's like maybe his best work. It's really a, a mature uh, film for him to do. Is it his last word? I, it could I'm be. Know. I don't know. It's really good though. I recommend it. Check it out. I don't want to give any spoilers away, but yeah. um, you know, mafia crime drama that has to do with the union and the Teamsters, Jimmy Hoffa, mm-hmm. Frank Sheeran, and the Kennedy assassination, and a lot of stuff. Uh, and it's just a really well done, um, you know, this is all based on a book called I Heard You Paint Houses, which Frank Sheeran wrote. Um, it talked about all his stuff that he had to do, you know, his military time. Uh, he was under he served under General Patton uh, and then he came back and was uh, involved with Jimmy Hoffa and the Teamsters and the Italian Mafia. It was like pretty crazy. So anyway, uh, great film, or and it's and it's over three and a half hours. So give yourself enough time to watch it on Netflix. But I recommend it. Uh, Thanksgiving weekend, it was a big weekend for movies that came out. Disney's Frozen two, and then the new one, Knives Out, which we wanted to see. I didn't see yet. We haven't seen that. Have you seen previews for that one? No. With Daniel Craig, it almost looked like the game. Jamie clue. Lee Curtis, Chris Evans. It's got like all these celebrities, wow. and it's like kind of like a. Who done it? Mystery kind of who killed somebody mm-hmm. or whatever. Jamie Lee Curtis plays the lady whose father dies mysteriously, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Daniel Craig plays this southern lawyer who comes there or what or investigator mm. who comes out to yeah, investigate babe. it. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is married <laughs> to Christopher Guest. 
Oh, like that's he was killed funny. in the village yeah. room with the candlestick. Is she still <laughs> married to him? Or yeah, they've that's been what it's like. But it looks time. pretty dope. It's called Knives Out. So anyway, came out did real well as uh, as also Ford versus Ferrari. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't. That one kind of flew under my radar. I didn't. I don't know what that one's about. Nineteen point eight million. That one got uh, third. And then Sony's A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which was Tom Hanks's yeah. uh, portrayal of Mister Rogers. Mm-hmm. That got fourth with eighteen point three million. So there you go. Did you guys hear about this? Gabrielle Union getting the boot at America's Got Talent supposedly over trying to report offensive racial remarks on set. She has mm-hmm. been let go because apparently uh, there are reports last week that indicated that it was apparently plagued with toxicity on the set of this America's Got Talent. And she was given the boot after she let producers know that a racially insensitive incident had occurred. What people are saying had occurred was, quote, Jay Leno made a crack about a painting on display in a hallway of Simon Cowell, the show's producer and judge, and he was surrounded by his dogs in the painting. Leno joked that the pets looked like something that someone would find on a menu at a Korean restaurant. Mm. And then so that made (laughs) Asian staffers uncomfortable at the show, and Gabrielle Union wanted the show to report him to HR. And supposedly she got fired. Jay Leno. That's what Jay happens Leno when you report it, stuff. He's on the HR. show. Well, he was like a guest, <laughs> and he was looking at You're Simon. Not your friends. <laughs> he was looking at stuff at Simon Cowell's home, like in a bit or something, yeah, okay. you know, yeah. and made the joke. And oh. so new reports indicate now that the circumstances have been investigated now by SAG-AFTRA, which is the actors' union. So they're taking it seriously. And they're going I to mean, be investigated. They I just, have to I just take made it a, seriously. I just made a similar joke about Kid Rock eating roadkill a little bit ago <laughs> so at his but restaurant. But it's not but a protected class, right? I know. So that's I mean, different. I think a lot of Asian people would laugh at that as well. <laughs> but I see where I see what what the deal is. You know, I mean, if it made someone uncomfortable yeah, it and it was in a professional setting where you're filming My something wife's Asian, for a, uh, you know, so. No, yeah. but you can call she somebody roadkill, but you can't call somebody like a racial slur or even make yeah. any remarks mm-hmm. that, you know, Chris and I were talking about some things, you know, some things that, you know, we grew up you like just, just can't naturally say saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you, there's you just not say realizing that, oh, crap, that's a racial slur. You yeah, cannot even say in, that. Even in uh, music. Stuff. So roadkill road, road is not a racial slur. However, in in California, twenty twenty five, roadkill will be a protected <laughs> class. So just wait for it, folks. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember that picture? I was I saw uh, some meme on the internet or something, and it was a <clears throat> dead raccoon on the side of the road, and it had a a balloon. Oh, Somebody yeah. went up and tied a balloon to like, it get and well said, soon. "Get well soon." <laughs> get well soon. Oh. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Be, it would be f- hilarious to see, <laughs> but it's it's also like, oh my god, who Sad. took the time yeah. to do that? You know? <laughs> who took the time to go and buy the the balloon Have and then ever, come back? Has anyone ever hit anything in their car? Have you ever accidentally killed an animal in your car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Squirrels. I hit a snake one time. Remember? Well, On Dad hit a snake. Oh, that was Dad. Yeah. yeah, I remember we were in the car and he hit a big ass snake. Um, the, the road. My saddest mm. moment is oh, when I, I lived out in the country. I hit a cat. Oh, and I think yeah. it was someone's cat. I lived out in the country. I was going to work. And this cat 
Yeah. He was orange and Murderer. he had the brightest green, <laughs> green eyes. I know, I know. I, I remember like a, its face. It like I remember its snow. face. I do. It, it, <laughs> it's slow motion. Stopped. It no, stopped and like looked. Yeah. yeah. I hit like, like a, a bird a on McKee once. Some kind of a. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, it was like 11 <laughs> o'clock. It was late at night and it was very dark. And I hit something feathery and black. And I like, I'm pretty sure it ended up in two pieces. Like it's I got out of my car to try and look. And I was like, I'm just going to go. I don't know what this, I don't know what I hit. It's the worst feeling. Wild turkey or something. <laughs> so none of us are uh, sociopaths because we have remorse for these mm. feelings. No, no, yeah. <laughs> how do we get? A, I don't, how do we, I don't like, know. How do we get about that? Road I don't kill. know. I'm thinking. Of, I'm gonna dream about that cat now. I remember We're going sh- home that day and seeing him <laughs> dead on the side of the road. Jeez. Well, that was like ten years ago. All right, fifteen years ago. Let's move I don't on. Know. What do you think Poor about cat. smart TVs and the FBI warning people about them now? Oh yeah. What's the deal with them? So they have they cameras, cameras and microphones and uh, audio. And mm-hmm. so That's the FBI in Portland, uh, Oregon, their field office posted a warning on its website about the risks of the smart TVs. He said, they said, quote, beyond the risk that your TV manufacturer and app developers may be listening and watching you, the television can also be a gateway for hackers to come into your home. A bad cyber actor may not be able to access your lockdown computer directly, but it is possible that your unsecured TV can give him or her an easy way backdoor through your router yeah hmm. so there's a setting on those smart tvs where you can turn it off but however i would recommend there's these little things you slide onto that camera yeah like a little cover. that deter oh, it yeah, yeah. you know but, what though they, re- they really need to make it like they shouldn't put the burden on the consumer to turn these things off there should right. be an option to turn them on yeah and the default should be none of that is on already and they shouldn't make it so hard and they know that. That's just bullshit. Eventually, yep. there's going to be regulation because there's that's a liability. There's going to be lawsuits. If somebody does get in through, the, you could sue the company and say you didn't make this TV secure enough. And yep, and they find and that's why they put shit. this out. This is their like CYA. It, no, it's yeah. not. That's no, this be is the FBI. Illegal. They're yeah. not. They're not covering anything. This is the FBI letting like, people but, know. Yeah, specific companies are going to start to get. TV? Yeah, I think everybody, every you know, like the Roku stuff. That's like a well, smart... Well, no, like, you're, like there's actual TVs that are smart, smart TVs. TVs. All that stuff is like it's built, built in. Built in, yeah. Right, but if you have a Roku extension, it's the same thing. It's a Wi-Fi enabled device that yeah. people can but the camera attach part, to and get on your router. The camera is built into sure, the TV. Sure, yeah, so. that's the spying part. Yeah. But what they're saying, too, is the hard, it, what they can, they can access your router mm-hmm. uh, through this because it's a wireless thing that's connected to your internet that's yeah. not protected. So... Uh, just be aware. Uh, you know, unfortunately, people are like, you know, doing anything these days to like hack you and shit. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so what do you think about the U.S. government now and Department of Homeland Security wants Americans traveling into and out of the country to be subject to have facial recognition scans at the airport? So this is a new filing that is going to be trying to be signed into law. Uh, I've heard that shit fails like a lot of times that facial recognition shit. So until it's you know fault proof, you know you don't think it's good technology. I don't know. I think I've heard some shit about it. It's before. racially biased because of the like actual data that they use to build the facial recognition systems. Like are built to recognize white faces more than black faces. So are that they? would be really. Well, uh, 
probably not a great thing for all people because you well, could get two black people mixed up easier with the facial recognition than you would like two white people. You know that makes I mean? sense why the American Civil Liberties Union, yeah. union is objecting to this proposal. Yeah. Uh, they have to go with like fingerprinting. If they're gonna do it, yeah, like fingerprint, yeah, finger, fingerprinting is much more accurate, you know. And I wouldn't be opposed to that. That's not that big of a deal. Like if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna like, do it, you know. It's they've been selling like masks and sunglasses you can wear to like just to like scramble facial recognition yeah, technology. I'm still now. worried about that shit where, you know, they can like put somebody else's face on somebody else and yeah we were talking about like that for crime you can frame someone yeah. if with this quote-unquote facial recognition oh, you look, know this if someone like hacked a store it, camera that caught yeah. this person and some type here's of video pro- footage of this guy but can, they like superimpose this face on this guy yeah yeah that shit's scary like in the movie face off you know that was actually <laughs> that's real, what i was thinking that was a literal face that off was literal. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't digital uh but anyway, come a long way. <laughs> all right, weekly WTF this week. Uh, SNL's Pete Davidson is asking people who go to his comedy shows to sign a one million dollar non disclosure agreement. Uh, it's not anything that they have to pay for or anything, but it's a thing that says they will be liable for up to that amount uh, if people attend his show and they quote share any opinions about the performance on social media or elsewhere online with a one million dollar fine for breaking it. And she, this lady who's reporting it, refused to sign it. And she said, quote, I understand that comedians are protected of their material, but to not be allowed to express an opinion whether I liked it or not is off-putting in an Orwellian thought police kind of way, end quote. What do you guys think? If you were going to see a comedian and you had to sign an NDA. Well, if, if that's your yeah, job, that's you're kind of, I mean, you got to get just used to people having different opinions. I mean, a movie. You're talking about Pete Davidson should just like kind of relax and not have this. Yeah, it sounds kind of over extreme to me. Sounds I mean, like there it, may be like racial content or content that is not that does not align with federal well, or he, state law. He came, so maybe. you have he, to have he was somebody down here and had an issue. Yeah, uh, really. A couple of people. There was out. a. There were some UC students. Yeah, didn't they? They they were they asked him about um, it was like a Ariana Grande. Same sex, they were a same sex couple, and they asked him about. They were Ariana. they were wearing Ariana Grande, whatever yeah. her name is, right. shirts, and like in the front row. And, and he like, interpreted it as they were heckling him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah, like they weren't laughing at any of his material and this and that, and so he started like poking fun at them or something, and then they took right. offense, and then they, I don't know. Yeah, he, it seems he like he he's kind of he. They claimed that he was insensitive to gay people uh, I don't know and it turned into a thing you know so and now he's learned from that and now he's like having people sign an NDA when you'd be weird if that's the, show. it'd be weird if that was the incident that that, that it. you know it's probably every show ha- had issues I don't I know I understand he's, not wanting to have people post video of your performance like while you're touring but like I, I mean like to state your opinion about something is your yeah like I mean that's like your right to do something like that right I mean yeah it's weird it is weird to say, hey, I saw the show. It was good, or it was stupid. I mean, yeah, seems you can't like, like put yourself out there and not want anyone. I think to he's going to get a bad, bad uh, blowback from that. That's not. A, I don't think that's a good. It's also preventing yourself image. from getting any good press. You yeah, know? I mean, like, oh, no, you can't talk right? about this at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of weird, uh, Aldi, uh, Aldi's, which is, Aldi's mm-hmm. is uh, a supermarket chain, kind of oh on the God. East Coast, right? They're they're all over the Midwest. There's like one or two in San, in uh, California. Okay, but they're it's like a German owned company. Okay, well they're yeah. selling 
ornaments filled with cheese. That's their uh, thing for the holidays uh, right now. So they're Bizarre. individually wrapped pieces of cheddar cheese. So there you go. It's sort of like a cousin I want one. to Trader Joe's, like that <laughs> company. Real, it's real cheese? Or yeah. No? It's but like weirder. aged cheddar. It's like good cheddar cheese. You got to break it to eat it or what? I guess. Yeah, a bunch of glass shards in your it's cheese. <laughs> it probably maybe like <laughs> pops open. Like it's don't like put half. those back in your uh, uh, your <laughs> tote for next year. Uh, all right, look at some more holiday festive stuff. Oh. New new crunch wrap scented wrapping paper. Taco Bell, huh? That is gross. Taco <laughs> Bell has really released taco scented wrapping paper, and those are the actual wrapping papers. You know they look like tortillas and beef just and cheese. Put all your gifts in the car with a bag of tacos for about an hour, <laughs> and like your wrapping paper will smell like fucking Taco Bell for days, like days, permanently. Beef one's hilarious. <laughs> I looked them up. They're on uh, Canadian Amazon. They're on like Amazon.ca. And it's only four bucks, and it comes with all those. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny for a gag gift kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. You know? wrap, uh, be kind of cool, kind of funny. Giving your wife some lingerie, and you wrap it in it this stinky like ground beef yeah. wrapping paper. Smell <laughs> so like onions and bo for days. Or uh, do you think the dogs <laughs> would try that? and eat them? The dogs would like try and eat them. <laughs> Probably. Oh, oh shit. God. All right. Well, that's it for us this week. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast as well as Facebook.com at Garage Rock Show Podcast. Mm, uh, ground beef underwear is a good <laughs> Twitter.com <laughs> slash Garage Rock Show. And we're all up at the Garage Rock Show.com. Thank you guys uh, for joining us this week. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace, out. Peace. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of The Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.